What up, what up? Welcome to the very first inaugural episode of Crown and Stitch, the official fitteds podcast that you need in your life. I mean, we're here to talk about some hats. We're not going to talk about just fitteds. We're going to talk about some snapbacks. We're going to talk about some, some, probably some Kangles, probably some fedoras. I know, I know Dex and I are going to get crazy, but my name is Nick Ingvall. If you don't know me, I am the host of the Sneaker History Podcast. Uh, I am kind of been doing this podcast thing for quite a while, but I've been wanting to do this, this fitteds podcast. Cause if you know me personally, I've been rocking fitteds for a really long time. Uh, most of them end up looking like this one that's on my head right now, but I'm trying to diversify that. And I got two of my homies here to start off the conversation and get, get this whole I don't know, just kind of get a pulse on, on this whole fitted game that's happening right now because it's absolutely bananas. It's turning into sneakers all over again. You can't buy the things that you want, but I don't want to complain to start us out. So uh, I want to introduce you to my guys, Keith and Dex. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good, man. Excited to be here. Um, you know, talk about one of my favorite things. Love talking about fitted hats, love sneakers, and uh, excited to be on here with you too. For sure. Same thing. I mean, hats and shoes, everything else in between, I could care less about. But top of my head, bottom of my feet, that's what I pay attention to. For sure. Right on, right on. So we figured we would go through just a handful of things for this first episode to kind of introduce you to ourselves and talk about how we got into fitteds, maybe what we like, what the styles we're into. Uh, just really kind of give you kind of a rundown of, of who we are as the host that you're going to see on this podcast, you're going to end up seeing us interview people, talking to other people about fitteds. We've got, we got other people in the community that we already want to talk to. So, um, but today it's just going to be focused on the three of us and kind of like our general vibe of, of when it comes to fitteds. Um, so I guess like the first kind of let's like, we'll, we'll let you start us out, Keith, but like, what's like the, how did you get into fitteds in the first place? You know what? I've been into fitteds and hats in general since since I was little. You know, uh, growing up in the Bay Area, I was always a big Niners, Giants, Warriors fan. And, uh, you know, some of my earliest memories about fitted hats was, you know, watching Giants games as a kid. And, you know, JT Snow was my favorite player growing up, or my favorite Giant, at least. And um, I remember seeing him with those flip-down shades that would be just under the visor of his hat and you know i knew from that point forward that i i needed a giants fit in my life so uh you know it was probably about a six and seven eighths i think was was the first <laughs> size fitted i i copped and uh you know it's been on a cracking ever since man J, jt snow's a, a legend man saving saving dusty baker's kid it, it was him him and griffey for me those those are my two guys <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if it's just like the the baseball player deep down inside of me but like those glasses those like flip down shades man that's all i ever wanted like i i just i just thought that was like the coolest thing right like it was that and griffey wearing the backwards fitted at the all-star game those two things were like you know yeah, i'm yeah, out there yeah. trying to swing left-handed like will clark but those two like aesthetically <laughs> those were the two things that were like yeah that's what i want if i'm gonna if i'm gonna make it into the in the major leagues, that's what I'm going to look like. Yeah, I'm left-handed, but my um, my swing never looked like Griffey's. So <laughs> as much as I tried, I could, not, could not perfect that one. 
Yeah, that's a tough one to 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 follow. I mean, he 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 definitely has one of the most beautiful swings in the game. But how about you, Dex? How'd you get into to hats? Man, before I get into that, I want to talk about batting stances real quick because man, my brother's a lefty, so he was all about that Will Clark, and I and I'm a righty, so I was like, all right, I'm, I'm coming with some with some Gary Sheffield, you know, wiggle the bat like crazy, yeah. <laughs> Which all that does is just make you strike out. Don't do that, kids. Seriously. <laughs> but uh, I got into fitness, like Keith said, from, uh, you know, watching baseball, playing baseball. And, uh, you know, you want to be like, you know, just like how we got in the shoes. You want to wear the shoes of your favorite players. You want to wear the hat like your favorite player. So but at the time when fitteds were first really becoming a thing, I was getting New York Yankees and, and L.A. Dodgers. I know. I know, Nick. I know. I know. But. I didn't know any better back then. And that's all you could get. That's really was like LA and New York was really, really the most popular ones you could get. If, you know, unless you were just getting, if you wanted a red fitted hat, you know, red New York Yankees, you know, and, or I think I had a green Dodgers or something like that. And then my uncle pulled me to the side and was like, I have to teach you the ways. He gave me the Obi-Wan Kenobi Padawan talk of never put that LA on your hat. And I never did it again. But uh, yeah, that's how I got into to fit the hats from, you know, just being a fan of, you know, sports. Yeah, man, me too. Uh, you know, been a Giants fan all my life. Like, you know, my my grandparents were like crazy Giants fans. Uh, you know, Dexter had me on his industry special podcast. And I shared one of uh, one of the stories about my grandmother who uh, rocked an incredible visor to every Giants game she went to. And, and, and my grandparents were, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't really have money, but they made sure that they could get to one game a year. And that was like their thing from the late fifties all the way to like basically 2009 or so when they, when they could just physically couldn't, you know, couldn't get to the games anymore. But um, definitely check out, check out that podcast. We'll link to it in the description. Cause uh, we had, a, we had a really great conversation and uh, I, you know, fit is for me turned into like, it was definitely a baseball thing, but it turned into to so much more. I didn't really, um, I didn't really get into like the collectible nature of fitteds. I just bought all the stuff that I liked, and usually I was buying like a Giants fitted, right? But like I would try to get the, you know, try to get the, you know, the All Star Edition or like the Armed Forces Day or all the things that they did on field, right? Like for for a long time, I was just. I was strictly sticking to like what they bought on field. Um, and in terms of like getting into hats in general, um, I kind of had like a really weird, weird slash awesome experience. So when I was a kid, we lived in Oregon and I had a teacher who uh, just was really kind of like, I don't know. He was like the first like teacher that seemed like he cared about me, you know, like he was like, like sharing things that weren't just like school shit. Right. So he and I had him for like fifth and sixth grade. I'm not sure how that worked. Like if he moved up or if if it was just like a, you know, we lived in a pretty small town uh, called Roseburg in Oregon. And um, he gave me in, in fifth grade, gave me, uh, you know, or maybe it was sixth grade. Now that I'm thinking about it, but gave me a high school sports magazine with Chris Weber on the front of it. And it was like, you know, country day, Chris star scores 63 points in his high school game. Cause he knew I wanted to play basketball, but from that moment on, I became like a crazy Chris Weber fan. So 
you know, if you're familiar with Chris Webber and, and the NBA, I mean, he played, he got drafted by the Warriors. I'm old enough to be a Warriors fan prior to being a Sacramento Kings fan, which gives you a little bit of insight onto how old I am. But uh, Chris Webber then ended up playing for the Kings. So that just became like this ongoing thing for me as like, wow, like, you know, there it was really poignant in my life. But in regards to hats, when I graduated like grade school or whatever, sounds weird to say that, but when I graduated grade school, sixth grade or whatever, uh, we had like kind of this like community barbecue type thing. And my teacher was there talking with my parents, you know, like the kids are just, we were just doing our thing, playing and, and, and all that stuff. But eventually like he had like my, I think my mom and I ended up going over to his house and we were just talking about like what I was going to do for the future and all this stuff. And he took me into his office and on his wall, all the way surrounding his, his office, he had, and keep in mind, this is pre computers. So there's no like computer in this office. It's just like a desk and like blank walls, but he had these snapbacks that were this tri-colored, like it would be like, you know, it was all the college teams. Cause he was all about getting kids to go to college. Right. Um, I never graduated. Sorry, uh, Mr. Moulton, I, you know, failed you in that sense, but, um, I did go some off and on, but you know, anyway, uh, he had all these hats on the wall. Right. And it was like every team, every college that was, that was hot back then. Right. Like Villanova, DePaul, Georgetown, like all the, all the like classic schools, classic kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, big East era of schools. Right. So you had like, everybody is very basketball heavy, but they were, they were mesh, like mesh back snapbacks. And I was just like, Whoa, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen up until that point. I didn't even know anybody that collected anything other than like baseball cards, you know, like nobody had things like that. Um, and he was just like excited to share it with me because he thought I would get into, and I, I did, I got into, I like went and looked at all those schools after I found out, you know, it was like, I didn't go to look at them, but like, I was like trying to figure that out on the internet later on, like based on all those hats that he showed me. But at the end of like that, after that weekend of checking his place out, talking to him about what I was going to do, you know, for high school and college and whatever, uh, he ended up giving me like a huge collection of those hats. I don't know if he had duplicates or if he just was like, you know, took them off the wall and gave them to me. But I had like dozens of these snapbacks. And as a kid, you know, I was trying to rock all of them, you know, but as an adult, I wear a size eight. So they just would not have worked anyway now down the road. But just like a cool way to be introduced into like hats and collecting and all of that stuff. Because it was at a time in the, you know, it's the 90s or maybe even 80s. So, like, people weren't collecting that kind of stuff unless they were, like, the hardcore, you know, game-worn or game-used sports collectors and the memorabilia stores and, and all of that. So, to me, like, that was kind of, like, a really poignant moment. And, of course, like, I played baseball as a youngster. So, like, I really got into it then. And I got into, like, kind of more of the minor league teams and and, you know, on-field stuff and like you know being a jordan fan it was like arizona fall league and scottsdale scorpions and all these kind of off you know teams that you wouldn't normally see people wearing but like that was also kind of like a vibe in the 90s like the late 90s right so uh, that's how i got into hats but i guess like next up i i want to talk about 
sizing, style, all that stuff. I mentioned I wear a size eight. Uh, you know, you guys, you guys know Bochi is like the only guy that I know that has a bigger head than me. So, um, you know, it, it, it's a blessing and a curse, right? It's usually the last one sitting on the sites, but sometimes, you know, they just don't even go that high. So what, what do you, what size fit is you guys wear? Do you guys rock snapbacks? And also let's talk about how you rock them. You know, I'm not necessarily like a flat bill kind of guy. My baseball roots kind of always dictate that I have a, a tiny bit of a curve at the very minimum, but you know, we all got to, we all got our own things about when it comes to these. So. You know what, now that you mentioned that too, Dexter showed me something the other day that I had no idea that existed. Uh, he showed me with the drop from Capanova a few days ago. <laughs> and, um, apparently they go up to like eight and a quarter, eight and three. I, I don't know I think what the highest size they had was, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think it was eight and a half. Oh, yeah, rich. yeah. And it, literally, that blew my mind. I was like, I thought, uh, I thought you and Boach were the guys that were <laughs> rocking as big as it got. But uh, for me personally, uh, my natural hat size is a seven and a half. Um, I could go up to a five eighths, down to a three eighths, depending on a how much I like the hat. And if uh, my size is sold out, I will kind of vary one way or the other. If I if it's something that I have to have, you know, but. uh we all know too that no two hats fit the same. You know, exactly. I've had seven and a half my natural size, and I went to go put it on, and I've either been swimming in it or I could barely <laughs> pull it over my forehead. You know, so um, as a kid, you know, uh, early two thousands, um, the flat bill was the thing that was in. You know, I would literally sometimes take my school textbooks that I wasn't reading at the time or ever and um, stick them on top of the, the bill of my hat and just leave it sitting there overnight to get as flat and crispy as possible. Um, nowadays, like you, I kind of like a, a slight bend to it. I won't go out of my way to, you know, put a huge curve in it. Um, but I just kind of like, like to let it bend naturally to my head. You know, I feel like you get a little bit of a better fit. Um, sometimes I feel like I look goofy if the bill is too flat and I, you know, right in this little spot right here, you got those little gaps and stuff. So I kind of just throw it on my head and let it, let it do its natural thing and kind of, kind of form fit and get that nice, nice little soft bend on the curve. Yeah. Likewise. I, um, I let it go natural. Like you said, no two hats are made the same. I'm a seven and five eights, but sometimes you get that seven and five eights and it just fits weird, you know? So then you got to kind of mess around with it, you know, make it, you know, so it feels better. But sometimes it, it, like this right here from Hat Heaven, Kansas City Athletics, this thing just fits fucking perfect. It just fit right on my head. So like it has like this, it literally is fucking perfect. So no bend needed, but sometimes they fit a little weird. Sometimes I really want the hat. I'm going to get a seven and a half. You know, I used to do seven and three quarters when my hair was a little larger, but Right now, seven to five eighths is what I'm usually rocking. And I usually keep the brim flatter, you know. It's like I said, sometimes it doesn't fit right. So sometimes you got to do a little, a little wiggling, you know. But we all played baseball at some point, you know, whatever the case. But, you know, back then, bending the hell out of it. You know, I was coming through with the, with the crazy curve, you know, trying to keep that sun out. But now, yeah, I'm just, I, I just let it kind of do whatever it does, you know. 
I don't think about it too much, but I'm keeping every sticker on. That's just how I do. That's a good point. Yep. I got a quick question, Dexter. Have you ever thought about chopping the beautiful locks to get a hat to fit? <laughs> oh, no, not for the hat. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> it's that's like one of those. And things, also, right? like, I feel like if I did cut my hair, all my hats are going to fit different. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go down to a. I'm gonna have to be your size. I'm gonna have to be seven and a half now. You know, I'm gonna have to be borrowing some hats. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point about the stickers, though. Like I, I forgot about that. So I, I, I rip them off first thing. They're they are off like as quick as that plastic bag that's wrapping that hat in the box. Like they they're coming <laughs> off for me. Like um, yeah. not, nothing against it. It's just like always how I, I've done it. Like. Even even when like that that whole thing kind of started in the two thousands where it was like you everybody was rocking it and then there was like custom you know more customized stickers on some of those hats back in the day too that that kind of shifted to pins and and stuff now but um yeah I, I don't know I just always pulled it off and and just ran with it nothing on it but um I I personally as I said I can't fit into snapbacks I do. I do rock with some other headwear pretty heavy uh we'll we'll, we'll probably get into that but. I was definitely a pretty hardcore bucket hat wearer for a long time, uh, you know, kind of uh, to, to Dex's point about covering your eyes from the sun. I also just always kind of just love wearing hats low because honestly, I'm more antisocial than it seems with me being on a podcast and talking to people. But uh, <laughs> I'm also I'm also big into like I love like driving hats and like fedoras and all that stuff. I got I got definitely quite a few of those, but. I guess like the next question that people probably are going to want to know, what's your, what's your, what's your collection look like now? How many, how many hats do you think you got in it? And let's, let's hear what you think you're going to be at or above by the end of this year, considering we're going to do this podcast and we're going to force each other to buy hats for the next, you know, forever amount of time. (laughs) So I think hat wise, I am probably, if we're just talking straight fitted, I'm probably about a hundred around there but if we're talking about just hats in general i got some bucket hats i got some snapbacks i got some little goofy hats you know i got some you know like you said some fedoras i got some you know some nicer headwear you know something more formal you know so if we're talking about that i probably we're we're probably getting close to 200 i got boxes of hats i got hats i haven't touched in in decades i have uh like Nick was saying on Phil hats, I used to buy a new Giants hat opening day every year. And then I'd probably buy three or four more. And if they won a championship, it's gold. So I have to have it, you know, but I have some, you remember they used to have the sticker that was like covering the whole damn thing. I got some of those still there, still crispy. So yeah, I got, I got, I got a lot of hats. And by the end of the year, it's probably going to be pushing at least 120 fitted hats. I, I mean, since we've been talking about this, I think I bought five. So if I can get my hands on them, you know, I'm, I'm they're They're just going to destroy my pockets. Yeah. I, I wish I could say my, uh, my hat collection was as diverse as you two are, um, you know, don't have any fedoras, nothing like that. I, I would say probably I'm in the vicinity of maybe, maybe about 80 or 90 hats total. Um, that's including snapbacks. I don't have as many snapbacks as fitteds, but you know, I still don't mind rocking a snapback sometimes. You know, um, 
I know that they were really in for a while. And that was the period where I was like, nah, I'm not going to rock a snapback. I'm only wearing fitteds. And, you know, that's kind of just being young and dumb. I see some some pretty cool, cool shit. That's uh that's a snapback. And I wouldn't want to pass up on it to, you know, plead pledge to my uh, fitted alliance. So, you know, I'm I'm probably about 80, 90 total. But, uh, you know, like Dexter said, um, they're going to be coming in hot if I can get my hands on them. When you have a couple other people that are, you know, showing you stuff on the daily and, you know, keeping up with the drops with with you, you know, things can get out of hand pretty quick. So I anticipate uh, <laughs> triple digits in the near future. Yeah, I am. I am probably right around those triple digits right now. And just since we've been talking about doing this podcast, I've probably bought 10 or 12. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not healthy. But I will say that, you know, I'm hoping that the fitteds actually just replace the sneaker buying because, you know, fitteds, even though they're still 60, 70 bucks out the door, is way, way cheaper than a pair of sneakers. So I'd be, I'd be good with that. I'd be good with that exchange. Um, all right. So what, what else? What else we got? We got to tell the people about what hats will y'all not wear? Ooh, good one. Ooh, good one. Go for it, Keith. Being that we're all Bay Area sports fans and uh, sound like all pretty uh, hardcore Giants fans, your uncle was a smart man, Dexter. There will <laughs> never be a Dodger hat that touches my head. You know, I just I, I can't do it. I'm kind of glad that, you know, growing up that uh, I wasn't on any Little League teams that were the Dodgers because my baseball career would have ended in a hurry. I would not have put that on my head. Um, besides that, you know. I won't put a Seahawks hat on my head either. I'm sorry, Dexter. You know, um, but besides that, you know, I'll, I'll rock football hats. I'll rock, you know, minor league hats. Um, I don't mind wearing other NL West team hats either. You know, um, I'm not that picky and choosy about it besides the Dodgers. You know, besides that, all the other MLB teams, fair game. Um, I tend not to wear too many other NFL teams with with the NFL hats. I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck on the Niners. I I don't I've had a couple other a uh, couple other teams hats, but when I'm going to NFL, it's it's going to have to be a Niner hat for the most part for me. And besides that, like I said, fair game. Yeah, I mean for me, I won't wear another another baseball hat other than a Giants hat. Uh, Major League. I love minor league hats. I, I tend to I tend to land mostly in the Giants organization, even on that side of things. Really like Bay Area sports, right? Uh, up to Sacramento, down to San Jose. Like generally speaking, if you're if you're San Jose and North as a sports team, I support you. Everything from the Sharks to Quakes to you know Sac Republic up here in Sacramento, River Cats. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely have, uh, an A's hat in the collection. I don't wear it very often, if ever, I've probably worn it a couple times in my life, but you know, I feel like that's the one thing that I, I appreciate about being from around here is that like most people are pretty supportive, even if we're rivals, we're still supportive of, of the other teams in the neighborhood, you know, big neighborhood, obviously, but, um, mostly for me, it's Giants hats. I kind of just default to a Giants hat all the time. 
And as far as baseball teams go specifically, there are definitely some teams that I've worn in the past. Uh, I, you know, I mentioned Griffey earlier back then. I definitely had a, had a, you know, Mariners hat. Um, I think I, I think I had, I, I like a lot of the major league baseball logos, which is, is problematic, right? Like Sox logo is, you know, killer. The, the old Expos logo is one of my favorites. The Rockies have a great logo. Um, there's just the Marlins have a great logo. There's just a lot of good ba- baseball logos in baseball, which for me is kind of the, you know, I, I typically don't wear them. I can't think that of a time that I have in the last, you know, 10 or 20 years, to be honest. But every once in a while, one of the teams will will have a hat that comes out. Where I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab that. But that's why you should stay tuned for the podcast in the future. Cause we're going to talk about all these things and probably show some stuff that you haven't seen before some of the stuff that, you know, we're looking for and hopefully kind of giving you some, some insight and entertainment into this whole world of hats. So, um, what, what, how about you, Dex? How do where do you land when it comes to, uh, teams that you wear or won't wear? So this is a consensus, just like your grandmother, no Dodgers ever, ever, ever again. Obviously I I've already, you know, spilled the beans on that. I, I did work a, a Dodgers hat back in the mid nineties. But, um, so when it comes to baseball, I'm usually going to be A's giants Mariners and I'll float around the AL a little bit. I got a couple of tigers hats, a couple of socks hats. I got, um, Cleveland Indians. We got up here. Cause I'm asked Freddy Krueger. You, I mean, you, I had to do it, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, stick mostly in the bay. Like, like when it comes to Giants hats, that black and orange hat, I probably have 50. Like, not even joking. Like, I have a ton of them. And all the variations. The 80s is my favorite, you know, that logo, that old school. You know, I think they got rid of it, uh, what, 95, 94, 95? When, uh, after Barry Bonds' first year or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. But um, when it comes to hoops, I have a, I have a Bucks hat. And after that, Kings, I do have a couple of Warriors hats from, you know, when I was a Warriors fan before they betrayed me and left. Um, but um, outside of that, I mean, I'm I'm pretty open. I'm, I, I hate everything L.A., period. So I'm not touching an Angel, a, a Dodger, a anything. L.A. Kings, L.A., whatever football team they want to come up with. No, not doing it. Nope. So mostly, mostly A's and Giants for the most part. All right. All right. So we're going to try to keep these episodes to about a half hour. We're probably going to go over sometimes, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say that now. And then I'm going to pose a question for you guys to wrap this one up. Apocalypse hits tonight. You got to grab two hats on the way out the door. What are they going to be? Oh, man. And if you're listening to Only this podcast or watching That's a rough. and, and you, that you can, you can, you can really understand like someone and, and their priorities. If the world's blowing up outside and they grab a couple of fitteds, like you're in the right place. Right. So. <laughs> oh man. Only two. Ooh. Jesus. We can flex. We can flex to three. If you guys, um, have it's going to gonna have to be. 
It's going to have to be San Francisco Giants, Battle of the Bay, 80s, which I probably have four or five of those. That and... I kind of like just that coked out tiger hat. I have the basic blue tiger's hat. Also, it's, you know, pretty rare to even find one of those. Like I said, you probably, you probably find a couple of eight, eight and a quarter <laughs> somewhere, but seven or seven to five eights, it's not happening. <laughs> I wonder you, Keith. Uh, I mean, one of them would have to be a giant's hat. Um, if I'm going down during an apocalypse or, getting bit by a zombie or whatever. It's not going to be without a giant's hat on my head. Uh, man, the second one's the toughie. I felt like that was the, that was the gimme one right there. But, uh, you know, I would say my, my fitted's uh magic Treehouse Orioles hat. That was like my first hat grail one side, you know, the fitted boom kind of took off after these past couple of years or since these past couple of years. And, uh, you know, I had everyone on the sneaker history discord trying for me and uh, it got botted up quick. And uh, <laughs> luckily, my girlfriend is in the fitted hats, too. And uh, I got it as a gift. I'm I'm really not trying to pay resale hats like that. So getting a gifted was uh, definitely came in clutch for me and can't really. I don't know if I can call it a grail anymore if uh, once you obtain it. But that's that was probably one of the ones I was most excited to get. So that has to come that's, too. That's a good one. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, so for me, I, I'm going the same, I'm going the same as Dex. I, I gotta go, I gotta go battle of the Bay giants fitted old logo, as you can see here, you know, like no little points on the outside. I need, I need the, the smoothness, but specifically the battle of the Bay, um, with yep, the A's, smoothness, just an important part of Bay area baseball history. <laughs> I have, I have some crazy personal stories around that night and when the earthquake hit, but we'll have to get into that in a future episode. Um, I think the second one for me probably would probably could change day to day. Right. But right now I would go like Sacramento Kings old logo, baby blue hat, but like baby blue fitted with the like Royal and red, like basketball with the crown Kings logo, um, you know, from the eighties. Right. Because for me, that was like one of those, like, I mean, I just was a Kings fan from the beginning, right? It was like Sacramento grew up finally and we got a team and like, I had already had some, some, some Warriors stuff as a, as a young kid, even had like a Warriors hat and like some, you know, my, my uncle lived down there and was like, you know, giving stuff to me as a, as a kid. So when the Kings became a team, it was like, it was like, oh, you have heroes in the neighborhood now instead of you know, having to having to have that special weekend trip to the Bay to feel like you're connected to the team. So that's the one that, that stands out to me. Um, at, le at least right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to think about that. The other, the other thing I, I I'll ask again, like, um, or I, I, I should say, I'll ask one more question before we, before we wrap, we talk a lot about sports, right? But where do you guys land when it comes to fitteds from from you know streetwear brands and and uh, you know maybe maybe even like Nike and and you know Jordan and Reebok because I, I know Nike SB did like some pretty dope fitteds for a while. There's just so many fitteds that are out there now too, which we'll talk about. I know I know like Dex and I have talked about this in the past, but like I've got some kind of 
some random ones that that are worth sharing. So, how do you guys feel about the non the non sports fitteds? They part of your part of your collection. Something you pay attention to, or is it kind of still like that second tier? Of like, yeah, if if it's there, I'll get it. That's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I like them and I'll wear them. You know, like I like a lot of the undefeated hats that come out. Um, I used to go to the Nike outlets and they would have some some really nice like Nike sportswear or, or Jordan hats. So I picked up a nice like two tone Concord Jordan hat and I love it. It's beautiful. And it was ten dollars. And, you know, I don't wear it often, but I like it. So I'm not totally against the idea of wearing them. I do think that you know other than sports teams they come out with a lot of dope stuff but uh you know the collection is a uh, already grown as it is so that's one of the ones that's like kind of on the back burner for me like like you said nick if i come across it and it's something i like i'm i'm not opposed to picking it up but it's something that i'm not really going out of my way sense. for yeah to me like it, it it depends on the look like i don't have too many I don't have too many fitteds. I have some snapbacks. I have an undefeated snapback. I have, um, you know, just various clothing line snapbacks and stuff like that. I got a Space Jam, uh, all the Looney Tunes characters snapback. But um, Hat Club, you know, they they come out with, you know, they, they had the Hat Club Hockey League where they just had like some random designs and hats that, you know, they had other designers and companies, you know, come through with. So I have a, I, have, I think I have two of those. I have a um, clink room. I have a, I think I have at least one clink room hat, you know, and it's just, you know, people just coming up with their own design. You know, if it gets enough, you know, pre-orders, then they make the hat, you know, so dope stuff like that. So I'm not opposed, but you know, it, it depends on the, you know, what, what the logo is looking like. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I forgot about, uh, I, I, I definitely have quite a few, uh, like, streetwear brand fitteds but one of the things that you mentioned was like the hat club hockey league i got heavy into like the upper playground stuff back in the day because they created their whole like you know uh, league series and did a bunch of fitteds in that sense i think it's different for me when it comes to those kind of brands like i have a handful of brands that i really kind of just love and support you know like you guys have seen me probably wear the west side love hat Pretty frequently, I really, I really fuck with those guys. They're just good people. Um, so I got a handful of those. I do have an undefeated hat. Um, I think I might have two undefeated fitteds. Um, but you know that five strikes logo is kind of classic at this point, right? It looks like it could be something that people were wearing on field anyway. Um, and I think maybe the other one that kind of helped. I, I don't want to say it was the reason that fitteds kind of popped off again, but it definitely helped i picked up a fear of god fitted for the first time probably about a year ago and that definitely was a uh mm-hmm. kind of a like you know it's it's a new era fitted right so it's it's nothing like crazy outside the norm of what you would expect from a new era but you know jerry lorenzo and fear of god are kind of this interesting connection to sacramento i don't know if if people know this but like his his dad, you know, coached Major League Baseball. They they lived here in Sacramento. Um, you know, he still has a baseball foundation that's based here in Sacramento. So 
there's just kind of this like roundabout connection to it. So like when I, when I got it, it was kind of like, Oh, this is kind of a cool way to support the family and, and all that stuff that happens, you know, like obviously like it, it's, it's just like one of those connection points. And I think like probably we'll get into this conversation in future episodes because it's like those little stories that, that like grab you. Right. Where it's like, Oh shit. Like I was either there or I went to that or experienced that. And then next thing you know, you're like, you know, it's the same way you buy like a, I don't know, like a concert t-shirt or something, right? Like you, you want that moment, you want to capture that. And I think Fitted's kind of does that for me too, right? Like I find myself grabbing all sorts of like random stuff that maybe somebody, a friend in the discord talks about, or is, you know, goes to the games or uh, a friend, you know, you know, has a brand or supports a certain brand or certain team. And I just want to support them too. So to me, that's kind of like the other, the other piece that influences my decisions, I guess. All right. Well, that's our first episode crown and stitch podcast talking about some fitteds with my guys, Dexter and Keith. Last but not least, let's, let's make sure the people can connect with you and talk, talk, talk fitteds with you. Where are you guys at on the internet? You can find me on IG. Um, at Keith the Sneak with two Ks. Find me on Twitter, on Instagram, Smooth as Eggs on everything. Also check out the Industry Special Podcast. Same thing. I got Industry Special Podcast on all the platforms for sure. Cool, cool. You could catch uh, myself at Nick Ingvall on all the platforms. You can hit the links in the description to join us on the Discord with the rest of the sneaker history community. Um, got like a, another formula one podcast in there called exhaust notes. Honestly, it's just like a, a really dope group of people. And I say it all the time, but it's fav- my favorite place to hang out on the internet. We'll leave that in the, in the description. Uh, yeah. Make sure you follow us crown and stitch on all the platforms. By the time you're listening to this, you'll be able to see uh, a little bit more about us and what we're into. And hopefully we can chop it up. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.